Blog Talk Radio. I don't 
don't know who you supposed to be. So contemplate that before approaching me. Got the south side right behind me, homie. And for me, that's plenty. Now the bypass the drugs and the haters and the handy play the politics right then. Ever so gentle. Reach up and snatch that bread. Get the fam fed. Get it like a man like my uncles and pops would if they had the chance. Or maybe they did and just couldn't advance. Damn all I can be. I am more than a man. Y'all don't understand. Gotta get the cheese like a multiple choice question. And all I see is me. Father told me long ago ain't nothing free, so I was off of that cheese like a new kid. It's a revolution, so everyone be crucial. I can never break, you will never see me do so. Resolution, I will always be on top like revolution. Got the light cause I will shine bright. Pump the music, baby, it's a revolution. Feel the music, baby, it's a resolution. Pump the music, baby, it's a revolution. Rain in the windshield, the wiper blades got me dazing off and out of space. Working out my next chest move. A hole in the game to break through In the meantime, I just grind and pay dues Rob and say you rather die than shot shoes Since I was knee high, I shine better than bruise The face and egos so are much better than you My flow is clever fine, so I can never lose And you know it won't stop Till a brother talking shop In an office with a view And a 30-story drop And a pretty girl or two Saying, man, we take your shoes Clever, welcome to the top Cause I need that gravy Checking the room, making sure nobody's shady Laying in wait, lurking, waiting to play it Gotta pay the bills, gotta feed the baby If getting in it is a sin, Jesus save me Yeah, yeah You been listening to Long Road Home It's DJ Foo, Cannon Music Quick Hit Hit me on Twitter, at DJ Foo Head clever, head clever. Shout out to my nigga Jay, facility studio. My nigga Lucy Lou. Young money, cash money. Y'all niggas don't even know, man. I make. One source for knowledge in the information age. High frequency radio network.
Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Peace, everyone. Want to say welcome to another episode of the Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. Once again, I am your host, Sot L, Seeker of Truth L, Speaker of Truth L, and I very much so appreciate you being here this evening for another episode of The Foundation. Definitely. Thanks for coming out. As always, all praises, honors, thanks due to the creator and the ancestors. For without them, we would not be here. I want to say big ups to big brother Yusuf L. HighFrequencyRadioNetwork.com Creator extraordinaire doing his dance over there. SPC University. Check him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Big Brother Yusuf L. Thanks, thanks, and more thanks. Welcome to the Foundation.com. Make sure you get on their e- email list. Most important. You can find the Facebook page, the Instagram page, the social media page for the Twitter. Most importantly, you can get your materials for your private education. Go to the PDF section. Grab all that. Save it. Save it to your, you know, your hard drive. Because who knows? Also, from the website, you can make a donation as well as book a consultation all from one spot. And that's welcome to the foundation.com. Let me say it properly. Welcome to the foundation.com. Just how it sounds. We definitely appreciate you. We definitely appreciate those donations. Definitely. definitely. I mean, it's humble. Donations. Those things are humble. Can't say that enough. I do want to say, as always, peace to all the listeners, all the live listeners, live callers, internet archives, internet listeners, podcasts, downloaders, MP3 shares. Sending it through the emails, text messages, all that. I do want to say shout out to, I mean, whatever medium you're checking out the show. Whether it's live, live or archived, I want to say peace to you. I want to say peace to all the trustees and all those investing into their private education demonstration. I salute you, you know, as soon as you start, you know, getting on the path, 
Oh, okay. You're going to be tested. Definitely. So peace to all the trustees and all those investing in their private education. Peace to anyone that I've probably done business with. And once again, thank you to anyone that has made a donation, sent an email, or well wishes for a current event, as well as anyone who's otherwise added to the foundation. You know, foundation, we are regulars. And with that being said, I mean, let's, let's jump into these current events. I think it's interesting what's going on. These days, let's talk about Trump, though, despite Trump criticism. So, you know, United States president criticizing the Federal Reserve. The Fed sees need for more rate hikes. This is on Reuters. Y'all check it out. So the Federal Reserve, they're talking about they're going to do some more, do definitely do more rate, rate hikes. Federal Reserve policymakers are largely united on the need to raise borrowing costs further. Uh, minutes from their most recent policy meeting show, despite U.S. President Donald Trump's view that interest rate hikes have already gone too far. So every Fed policymaker backed the central bank's September decision to raise the target policy rate from 2% to 2.25%, according to the minutes of the September 25th and 26th meeting, which were, you know, these were published today. Um, you know, we got several current events, and, you know, I definitely want to get into the show, so that's, that's all I'm going to go into about that. They're going to keep raising interest rates, um, historically, when these these fools get to raising interest rates, there's you know there's a uh, some sort of market correction or you know some sort of recession. But you know there's there's gonna be a spot where they can't go any further. And you know, I guess we'll see what that is. Nothing we can do but wait, huh? Let me move on. So I think I'm still on where am I? Where are we at? Reuters, Wall Street falls as investors eye a united hawkish Fed. I mean, look at that. Oh. Oh, that's a what I say. Wall Street Wall Street's major indexes edged lower after a choppy session. Today, after the Federal Reserve showed broad agreement on the need to raise borrowing costs further, cementing investors' concern that had helped cause a major sell off the week before. Hmm. It's interesting. It's interesting. The S&P 500 zigzagged furiously between positive and negative, negative territory after the um, 2 p.m. Eastern release of the Fed's September minute, uh, sorry, meeting minutes. In defiance of sharp criticism from the United States President Donald Trump, policymakers showed agreement on the September hike and general anticipation that further gradual increases will be consistent with economic expansion, labor market strength, and firm inflation 
that most forecast. I find that interesting. So, now we're talking about they're talking about they're going to keep <laughs> keep raising the interest interest rates and Wall Street falls after they hear that. I don't you know I don't know I don't know if that's good. I don't know if that's bad. It sounds bad. To me. Definitely sounds bad to me. Um, I'm going to move on to the Wall Street Journal. I got the fund managers increasingly wary on global growth. Wall Street Journal. Wall Street is getting even more worried about the global economic expansion. Over a third of fund managers expect global growth to decelerate in the next year. The most pessimistic outlook since November 2008. All these references to this last recession, according to a monthly survey by Bank of America Merrill Lynch. A record 85% of investors believe that growth worldwide is in the late stages of an economic cycle. Though it is unclear how long the stages might last. Late stages mean it's, a, it's almost a wrap, basically what you're saying. Survey took place from October 5th to October 11th, a period marked by a sell-off in equities as investors worried that the Federal Reserve would keep raising rates. That could dent corporate profits which is a big driver of stock price gains. Oh, sound like a, you know, sound like a little hint to me. They're saying, you know, if these corporate corporations, obviously, if they're not making profits, then, you know, their stocks aren't gaining. That's not cool. Not cool. managers aren't saying a recession is imminent. It is more of a question of how much longer they think a global growth story can continue. Yeah, okay. Y'all check that out on the Wall Street Journal. Fund managers increasingly wary on global growth. I mean, a lot of people don't like Wall Street Journal unless you got the little you know, stuff with the tech. They got a lot of ads and then I think they want you to subscribe or something. If you know what I'm saying, back to Reuters, Trump touts push to rescind government regulations. Mm. United States President Donald Trump today praised the White House efforts to remove regulations that he sees as an impediment to economic growth, saying the administration had reduced regulatory costs by $23 billion in the year ending September 30th. The White House said it had eliminated regulatory costs totaling $23 billion in the most recent budget year, but did not specify how much in societal benefits resulted from those eliminated results. I'm sorry, eliminated rules. Regulatory costs are estimated um, by administration of the cost for businesses and individuals to comply with mandated rules. The administration said it had approved 14 new significant regulations and eliminated 57 major regulations in the 2017-2018 budget year. Uh-huh. They're going to have to. I mean, you know, he's going to have to in order to keep up. You know, they got, they got a bunch of spending. There's, there's deficits coming. Just, mm, pray for them. Hurricane Florence. Rising mortgage rates hurt U.S. home building. A 
I like how they snuck that in there. Hurricane Florence, rising mortgage rates. Mortgage rates. <laughs> U.S. home building dropped more than expected in September as construction activity in the South fell by the most in nearly three years, likely held down by Hurricane Florence or not. Other details of the report published by the Commerce Department today were also soft. Building permits declined to their lowest level in almost one and a half years, and home building completions were the fewest, fewest since November 2017. The housing market, which has been in a weak spot in a robust economy, has been hobbled by an acute shortage of properties for sale higher home prices, and rising mortgage rates. Residential investment contracted in the first half of the year, and the latest data supports economists' expectations that housing remained a drag on economic growth in the third quarter. Don't y'all like how they just threw, you know, they threw the hurricane in there? You know, oh, hurricane. I'm not, you know, I'm not being dismissive about the, you know, that, that, that stuff was damaging. But, and, I, you know, if y'all got family down there, you know, I, I trust they're good. But let's do a curveball. Eh? Here we go. Here we go. And I don't want it to happen. Moving forward, still on Warriors, global trade system could be harmed without action. The World Trade Organization's Azevedo. I don't, I don't know if that's how you... I was just trying. You know, I'll be trying to help. I'll be trying to like pronounce people's names because I hate it when people mispronounce mine. But Azevedo. I mean, Azevedo. I don't know. Severe damage could be done to the multilateral trading system unless political steps are taken to solve a, quote, serious, end quote, crisis in global trade. This is Roberto Azevedo, no, whatever, Director General in the World Trade Organization. What he said today, without action to ease tensions and recommit to cooperation in trade, we could see serious harm done to the multilateral trading system. And the long-term economic consequences of this could be severe. As Avedo said in remarks to a dinner in London, oh, sorry, to a diner in London without referring directly to the United States and China, which have been involved in an escalating trade dispute. That's interesting. Uh, Next, I want to get into this. I find this very interesting. Uh, And I I think, you know, this isn't isn't spoken about as much as it should be. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm just in the wrong circles. You know, I'm dealing with the wrong people. But I don't think this is spoken about as much as it should be. I really don't. But when it comes down to it, <clears throat> let's talk about what's going on in the middle class, you know, and the, the shrinking of the middle class and the lower middle class, you know, mid, middle middle class, lower middle class is now, you know, no longer middle class and upper middle class is, you know, getting smaller and smaller, the middle class being squeezed. And what we need to think about is um, retraining, 
thinking differently. Being able to put ourselves in a, in a different position so that we can uh, be in a better place when certain things happen. One of my favorite things that I, that I liked that was told to me by one of my mentors and it's not like I never heard it before, but the way he said it to me and the way he explained it to me was really, really significant as far as I'm concerned. It's like you got to know yourself. And a lot of people, you know, know their know they positives, but you got to know your negatives. And you got to know the psychology of, of just a human. <clears throat> and one of the points significance with regards to the psychology of human is that we are creatures of habit and we get comfortable with the everyday routine and it's almost impossible for us to visualize or conceptualize anything ever changing and we're very very rigid and most often than not uh, adamantly against any type of Significant change uh, Little changes along the way maybe But like something changes like real quick like that We don't really like that stuff And that makes us uh, confused uh, It stresses us out And it puts us in certain moods Whether you know that or not that, that happens to everybody And in knowing myself You know one of the things I look at is You know okay so what, what's going on right now That maybe is significant I, Of course you know I'm, I'm into technology And I always have been So this you, you Maybe you see where I'm going. But, you know, basically talking about, um, let's talk about the probability. Okay, so this is from the Business Insider. Don't believe me? Just check this out. Um, but the source for this is from The Economist, The Future of Unemployment. No, I'm sorry, The Future of Employment. How susceptible are jobs to computerization? So that's, that's the source. I can check it out, whatever. But bottom line, this is talking about the probability of robots taking your job in the next 20 years. Um, with with um, the key being one equals certainty, like absolute certain. It's certain that you will lose your job in the next 20 years. And in this list, telemarketers, obviously, maybe or maybe not so obvious. You know, maybe maybe you've never worked a telemarketing job. I personally have for like two days. It was terrible. Because they were called, you know, were slamming people. And I was, like, super young. So I was really, I wasn't happy. I think I was, like, psh, probably wasn't even supposed to have a job. But I was, like, 13 or something. 14, I don't remember. <clears throat> but it was crazy, you know, just calling people and pretending to be their phone company and just charging them all types of stuff. I, you know, I didn't last too long because that, I ain't, nah. But telemarketers, like, if you're a telemarketer, you know someone's a telemarketer, the probability of robots, or some sort of artificial intelligence taking your job or that person you know job is certain. Certain. Within 20 years, there will be no more human telemarketers. Period. Accountants and auditors. The probability of you losing your job in the next 20 years, certain. It's like 0.94%. So a 94% chance that your job is going to be gone. 
retail salesperson, 92% chance that your job will be gone. I mean, look at what's going on now. Just You know, y'all know sales Sears filed for bankruptcy. That's one of the current events. I, you know, I, wouldn't even, I didn't even say, but Sears filed for bankruptcy. The probability of a retail salesperson losing their job in the next 20 years is 92%. 92% probable that you will not have a job if you are a retail salesperson. If you stand somewhere on your feet for multiple hours a day greeting guests or customers or whatever you call them, whatever they make you call them, 92% chance you will not have a job. Technical writers, 89% chance. Real estate sales agents, 86% chance. All the realtors out there. The probability of you losing your job to automation or some sort of artificial intelligence is 80. I'm sorry, let me get this right. 86%. 86%. Word processors and typists, 81%. Machinists. All my machinists out there, 65%, 65% chance that you lose your job and there will be no humans working that job in 20 years. Economists, 43%, my bad, I, I skipped commercial pilots, 55%. Y'all, y'all understand, there's a 55% probability that within the next 20 years we will be flown from city to city by robots. Artificial intelligence. So, the lowest probability recreational therapists is 0.0003%. Dentists, probably not going to happen. How many of you are down to let a robot lose your teeth? No. Nope. I almost am not down to go to the dentist, let alone let a robot do it. I mean, nah. Athletic trainers. So, personal trainers, y'all good. Keep working out. Clergy. I mean, who's going to confess to a computer? I don't know. Chemical engineers, your job is good. Um, editors, 0.06%. Firefighters, you're good, 17% chance. Actors, you're good, 37% chance. But, you know, there's a lot of CGI and stuff right now. We'll see how long that lasts. So I get where I'm coming from. Real estate agents, retail salespersons, accountants. Auditors, machinists, and even firefighters at risk of having their jobs displaced by robots in the coming years. From a financial standpoint, it's impossible for big corporations to resist automating these occupations because robots do not unionize, they do not complain, they do not take breaks, they do not demand pay raises, they do not demand promotions, they don't want time off. They don't need time and a half. See what I'm saying? I trust you do. Between automation and outsourcing, most of the really good jobs that allow access to the, quote, American dream for the middle class are non-existent. They left during the Great Recession, Recession and they never came back. Never. This is what we need to understand, and this is what we're dealing with every day, every single day, and this is significant. Bet you didn't see this coming, and jobs that will be replaced by robots. This is FastCompany.com. 
I'm trying to look at the date. January 19th, 2017. So this is over a year old. Number one, insurance underwriters and claims representatives. Number two, bank teller, I'm sorry, bank tellers and representatives. Number three, financial analysts. Number four, construction workers. What? You didn't know that? Manual labor jobs are also under threat by automation. Robotic bricklayers will soon be introduced to construction sites that enable the machines to replace two to three human workers each. SAM, which is a semi-automated mason, can lay up to 1,200 bricks a day compared to the 300 to 500 a human can do. While a human is still required to work with SAM to complete the more nuanced tasks, the use of SAM reduces the need for the three other bricklayers it would take to do the same job. Other on-site construction jobs, such as crane operators and bulldozer drivers, can also expect to see their positions filled by artificial intelligent controlled machines in the next decade. So this was from last year. It's about the next decade. Man. Number five, inventory managers and stockists. Supermarket employee restocking the cans in aisle three may soon no longer be a person as robots become more advanced. They are capable of performing actions that previously required a pair of eyeballs, such as managing inventory on a store shelf. One such robot called the Tally is designed to audit shelves for out-of-stock items, misplaced items, and pricing errors. Tally roams the aisles and uses multiple sensors to scan the shelves, alerting human staff of its findings. Farmers, number six, farmers are being replaced with artificially intelligent robots that can do everything from milk cows to pull lettuce. A family-owned dairy farm in Germany is one of the first to install voluntary milking systems robots or VMS robots that allow cows to walk up to the machines at their leisure when they want to be milked. And more than one million of the U.S. farm hands could see their jobs replaced by intelligent machines that do everything from weed cabbage patches to pick apples. Number seven, taxi drivers. We know automation is coming. We know it's coming. Number eight, manufacturing workers. Number nine, journalists. Number 10, movie stars. We were talking about that. Hmm. What does that mean? Uh, it's a reason why I'm talking about we need to get ahead of this. Because what's coming is um, right is going to be felt for generations. And if we get it wrong, this wealth transfer is going to make or break generations. USA Today, this was published on November 28th, 2017. Automation could kill 73 million U.S. jobs by 2030. That's less than 12 years. 2030. Automation could destroy as many as 73 million U.S. jobs by 2030, but economic growth, rising productivity, and other forces could more than offset the losses, according to the new report by McKinsey Global Institute. 
our predictions that robots are going to take our jobs are overstated, she says. This is Susan London, the group's director of research and the co-author of the study. There will be enough jobs for everyone in most sectors. Most, the word most in that sentence is a qualifier. You understand how people talk and what it means? You know the qualifiers, you know. Interesting. But uh, nevertheless, you know, that's on USA Today. Don't believe me. You can check out what these people are saying. You know, I mean, you know check out what you know, all these. Uh, I feel like, you know, these, these people understand natural law and they understand that, you know, they can't just do stuff. They got to let you know. They got to let people know and, you know, let people make their own choice. So. They can be like, well, we told you. You just weren't paying attention. I don't know. I mean, that, 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 that's all for current events. That's, no, that's all. I'm done. I'm done with current events. Um, let me get into the show. The foundation, welcome. Appreciate y'all. Mind state of a trustee, too. I called it, too, because I swear I did this before. I've done the show. I don't know. I didn't look back at it, but. but yeah, I could have swore that, you know. I did a show like this, Mind State of a Trustee, or something very similar. So, I mean, whatever. I don't want to make it look like, you know, it's the same show. You know, if I'm correct, I, you know, I'm really... Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I did. I did it. Was, yeah. So moving forward, you know what I'm saying. Um, my state of a trustee, you know, I just want to talk about and let's let's discuss it, you know, because uh, I know I feel like I feel like this, you know. If you if you listen to me, if you listen to you know the shows, you know, in enough of them. All you really need is, uh, you know, you know, maybe maybe trusty training, get your actual structure set up. But I mean, you you should be good, and, and maybe some clarification. But you like, you really should be good if you, if you study and stuff. Because I'll be trying to, you know, pancake toes. I pancake toes. Uh, people shouldn't be charging our people for the stuff they be charging our people. But you know, energy all energy requires an exchange. Um, and everyone thinks they they know what's best for for you. You know, everybody's like, oh yeah, you know, that dude he's a scam, he's a fraud, and he trying to you know this and that. And what you need to do is do this. You need to you know the crash of the straw. You need to do the do the Minnesota Rule 2000 X. And every, I, you know, everybody knows what's good, but you know, just between between us, between family, nobody care about you as much as you. And no one's gonna take care of you like you. And it's up to us to, you know, make sure that we understand what's good. So when it comes to the mindset of a trustee, we need to understand off top, you know, why why we're doing what we're doing. But more, more specifically, how to do it and what we're coming into, you know, to contact with, why we're doing this, you know, why we're, 
executing our fiduciary, you know, responsibility. Now, we know, we understand that, you know, there are wealth eroding factors in the public every day, you know. There's, there's systems within the public to, that are set up specifically to extract wealth from you, right? your private person, and your private family, your family members, your estate, everything. That's the name of the game, baby. These wealth eroding factors exist, you know, significantly in taxes, the, the need for education. So they put a they put a price tag price tags on that. Uh, government itself, inflation or depreciation of the currency. Yeah, that's 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 the invisible tax. When 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 the reduction of purchasing power happens, I mean you still got it's still the principles the same. I still got a hundred dollar bills, you just buy less. The purchase of power got whooped up. Now I feel it. That's inflation, you know, or currency devaluation or depreciation. You know, it's just but when you understand natural law, there's already the corresponding so inflation correspondingly is deflation. Moving forward, lawsuits, you know, civil actions, divorce is an eroding factor, if you know, creditors, also litigation. And fear is a powerful tool for, for control. So and fear immobilizes. So when when we're living our lives in fear, fear it we need to understand and understand our species you want to call it that that most of us deal with fear by freezing and not moving forward and not moving backward but just hoping and it just it just whatever it is it just disappears or walks the F away you know what I'm saying that's, that's most of our reaction and I've dealt with trustees who you know, have froze up in the middle of, you know, like, I, you know, we were going, everything was cool, and then also, they, you know, they, they just froze up. I, I don't know, I, I just can't, I, I don't, ah, ah, it's, it's fear. And I've seen fear, I've seen it manifest, it's, I've dealt with my own fears, you know what I mean? And I understand what it does, so when I recognize it, I know how to react. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not the sister, it's not the brother. This is, now this is fear and I got to do the same thing I would do with anyone else handling in the same way so as a trustee we got to understand in your mind state that because you have studied because you have studied 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 because you know uh, things such as tail versus hinkle you studied that supreme court case you, you've, you've walked in to a banking institution or a credit union with five pieces of paper and some signatures and uh, some scribble and a notary stamp and some other pieces of paper with an EIN on it and opened trust accounts. And at first you dealt with resistance because they didn't know what it was and they thought they knew what it was. They thought it was a grantor trust. But you walked in with a complex contractual trust. And they were, you know, they were getting goofy. At first, they were telling you that you can't, 
And then, you know, you, we were ran calm because we got the mind state of a trustee. And we were like, I'm sorry, you know, maybe it's possible, and this happens all the time, I'm sorry, but it's possible that you have this confused with a grantor trust, and that's, you know, um, the board of trustees. Uh, that's why we put irrevocable right there in all capital letters, right there on the top of the actual instrument, the governing instrument itself. So this is actually not a grantor trust. It's an actual irrevocable trust. So the grantor is not, you know, has no powers to revoke the trust, which is one of the principles or tests for a grantor trust. You know, I've dealt with this before. I'm sorry. Um, the, the Internal Revenue Code, you know, and just get into it. And, oh, I'm sorry, and maybe I go talk to a colleague, and they come back, oh, oh well, yes, yes, you, you know, you might be right. We're just double-checking, and we're going to, you know, you know, you've done this stuff. Because we got the mindset of a trustee. These studies have allowed you to sit there when they're telling you no, it has to be done like this. No, you can't do that. No, we don't open those types of accounts. You know that they are woefully ignorant. And they do not know. You don't get upset with them. Because they don't know. Poor things. They're dealing in fear. Fear for their job. Fear for getting fired or written up. Because they are so dependent on that position. And they think they have it so good. But they have seen, I guarantee you, they have seen or heard a story of someone doing something and losing their job, and they couldn't get hired in another bank. Because you're dealing with currency, which most people call money. So out of their fear for not losing their job, and then, you know, if you're a trustee, you know, you call me, I will get them to admit, I will get them to admit that they ain't trying to get in trouble. I, you know, I just relate with them. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I know the board of trustees. They would, you know, they'd probably remove me from my position if I, you know. <laughs> In their fear for a position for their, quote, job, they're going to tell you all these things. It's nothing personal. They're just ignorant, woefully ignorant. And in your trustee mind state, calm, noble, collected, cool, not hurried because, I mean, we don't go to the bank in a hurry. We know it's going to take some time. And on top of that, we're coming in there with some stuff they don't even know about most of the time. You got to deal with the branch manager. And most of the time, the branch manager feels so important that they're not sitting down to open bank accounts. So with the proper mind state, you know, we are going to move forward with the improper mind state, you know, with the incorrect information. Incorrectly applied. We're not going to get no more. I'm going to lose my temper. What do you mean I can't do it? Man, it's private. And I'm private. And I, I ain't no straw man. And, and, and y'all ain't got no contract with me. Sovereign or something. Some ridiculous. Because I think they're they picking on me. You picking on me? I was just out of my business walking here. Trying to, I know you got accounts. Nah, 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 nah. That's not the mind state of a trustee. Not going to happen. 
Try again. Actually, no. Probably getting escorted out by the police. They got security in there. It's not going to happen. We don't participate in public controversy. We know these things. These things are embedded in our brain. Why are we dealing in the trust? Well, we're, we're looking to avoid these wealth-avoiding factors. Uh, wealth, wealth eroding factors. I apologize. We're also avoiding capital gains tax, probate tax, estate tax, inheritance tax, death tax, gift tax, generation skipping tax. Creditors, litigation, own nothing, control everything. So I'm going to sit there calmly while you tell me that I can't do this and this this type of trust and you never, and blah, 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 and it's not whoever. I had this one dude tell me, in I was in Atlanta, and I was, you know, with a client. I flew to... This is okay. So a client flew me to Atlanta. This is the only time I'm serious. I'm serious. This is the only time I have ever done this. This is the only time. A client flew me to Atlanta. Paid, you know, paid paid the fee and everything. Flew me to Atlanta, and we went to a well. I'm gonna set Wells Fargo. To open up a trust account. This dude told me that they don't open those accounts. I said, well, yes, they do. You know, I have several that are, you know, are with Wells Fargo, actually. And he was like, what's the account number? You got the account number? I was like, yeah, I got the account number. Is it going to help you open the account? Yeah. Yeah, I knew I shouldn't have given it to him. Yeah, it's going. Yeah, so I gave him the account number for one of the you know business trusts that I administer as an executive trustee. He pulled it up and he was like, "That account's wrong. They're going to close that." Now, did I get upset? Uh, he kind of you know, what do you call ruffled my feathers? The way he was talking to me, not necessarily what he was saying. It was just the way he was talking. He kind of ruffled my feathers, but it's the only time I ever did it, I'm telling you. I told the brother, I need you to go get the branch manager right now. He, he kind of protested a little bit, but, you know, he eventually went and got the branch manager. And I told the branch manager that I felt personally offended the way the brother was talking. And, I mean, I don't be, I don't be telling, I, I don't be like, I call it dry snitching. I mean, snitching is snitching, but I call it dry snitching. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't do that. You know what I mean? I really don't. But they were so unprofessional. My man was so unprofessional. It was absolutely uncalled for. I mean, that account that he looked at had been open for over six, six, uh, I know that one, because it was the last one I opened. That was like, it had been six months. Talking about they're going to close it. I didn't get upset. I didn't scream at the brother. I didn't call the brother out. I didn't um, talk negative or, you know, get into a screaming match with him or anything. But I did critique his performance to his his boss. I don't know what happened. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. What happened is, you know, me, the client and I, we ended up coming back the next day um, and dealing with a sister who had, you know, open trust before and had no problems. 
So, you know, bottom line, my state of the trustee is if at first you don't succeed, you're gonna try again. I'm gonna try I'm gonna talk to someone else. You know, some people are just just can't work. It just ain't gonna happen. It just is what it is. But you know, if you keep trying, especially, you know, a lot of people deal with scams. Oh, he's trying to scam. Look, if you go to the bank and they think you're scamming, you go the next day. And you go the next day, you go the next day, and you sit there, and, you know, after a few times, they're not going to think you're scamming no more. They don't know you about some good scammers. Don't come back over and over again. So you're going to deal with that. You're going to deal with that. You're going to deal with uh, uh, people who have done same thing. They get up. They got the same routine over and over. They get up and they do go to work and I open an account and I go home. and I get up and I go to work and I open an account and I do the deposit and I, you know, count my drawer and I go home and I get up. You know, so it's like these people. These people are used to doing the same thing over and over again. You got to understand as a trustee when you walk in there, you're doing something that's, that's different from what they've been doing pretty much the whole time they've been working there. They got to go get the guy. And they're not going to go get the guy if you lose your, your, your cool. They're going to ask you to leave is what's going to happen. And we're gonna, Ma'am, I'm going to ask you to leave. Sir, I'm going to ask you. And they love doing that. Man, they love doing that. It's the only power they got. Oh, you were acting out of pocket. You got to go. So, Ma'am, I'm going to ask you. I have to ask you to leave. But, you know, we remain calm and say, I'm sorry, can you get your manager or something? Go, go into the go into the to the car dealership. And, you know, you're talking to the guy, oh, you know, he's telling you about the warranty and how they spray the underbody so the rocks don't chip it and all this, you know, crazy stuff. And eventually they're like, okay, so, you know, can we have this, you want to fill out this application and, you know, they're asking for your social. Oh, well, hey, I'm trying to, you know, run this with a trust. You know, like, what? A trust? I mean, it, huh? What do you mean? We don't, we don't run trust. Hey, could you just go get one of the people in the finance department? Well, no, no. Well, I mean, why would I do that? We don't, we don't run the trust. No, I'm sorry. sorry I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I can assure you that there's there's someone in the finance department who has run a trust. And, no, what? <laughs> we don't run trust. What do you mean? You got to stay calm. You got to stay calm. We are dealing with people who are ignorant to the fact that this can even be done. Ignorant to the fact that there are even contractual entities. Ignorant to the fact that trusts are the most powerful entity to do business with, hands down. Ignorant to the fact of the existence of the private. Believe wholeheartedly that that name on that so-called birth certificate is them and will argue with you because they're still getting paid because they like drama, because we've been trained to watch drama TV and drama stuff and get on the social media and talk drama and make long posts about how your friend treated you or what the girl said or, you know, what your man didn't do or what your, what your girl yelled at you. I mean, to me, it's ridiculous. But that's what happens. That's how it goes down. So more often than not, these people in the public are more than happy to engage 
with you on a low vibratory level. More than happy. I was in a gas station one time, and the two people working at the gas station, it was two sisters, the two people working at the gas station were arguing when I walked in with each other, and they ended up throwing blows. They was fighting behind the counter. All you do is, all I do, I don't get mad. People when people have their children, they come across, you know, some type of situation like that, and they get mad. My children's here. You know what I'm saying? They want to get, you know, want to get ignorant, you know, start yelling and start adding to the negativity. Whereas, you know, I just, it's a, it's a, it's a teaching opportunity for me. See, baby, that's, that's the type of person you don't want to be, type of behavior you don't want to engage in because this is what you look like in public if you do. Okay, daddy. So when it comes to being a trustee and you're doing business in the public, we got to understand where we are. We got to understand our nature and we got to understand who we're dealing with. And don't forget that we used to be in the public. Don't forget that we used to be ignorant to these things. And don't forget how we would have behaved if someone came up to you and like, hey, man, you ain't got your stuff in trust and you should, bruh. Like, man, he's talking to me. Tell me nothing, tell me nothing, tell me nothing. So, you know, we go into someone's place of uh, employment and come in there with something that they've never heard of. We're going to be met with resistance. You know what I'm saying? So, we got to remain calm. We got to be patient. Patient is one of the most used virtues of an executive trustee, especially when you first start out. After you know you, you finished your transition and now you're coming back in the public properly, you're coming back into the public with the proper entities. Properly established, properly substantiated, and recognized to do business in over 120 countries. Period. Hands down. And we know that just because you don't know something exists doesn't mean that it does not. And just because the professionals that I work with don't know something exists doesn't mean that it does not. I like to say this a lot, man, because it blew my mind. The NFL generated over $10 billion in 2015. I'm going to repeat that. Should I repeat that? I'm going to. I'm going to repeat that. The NFL generated over $10 billion in 2015. It was exempt from taxes. It didn't pay no tax. No taxes. It's amazing. Or is it? My state of a trustee is most important when doing business, when directly interfacing with the public. Perfect example. 
And, and I, I'm not trying to pick on banks, but perfect example. Most um, people in the public are familiar with grantor trusts. Grantor trusts are what is known as revocable trusts. Grantor trusts only protect one from probate. It does not protect from creditors, litigation, or um, different types of inheritance taxes. Okay? But this is the type of trust that a lot of people use in the public. This is the type of trust more often, nine times out of ten, if you have a, a state attorney, go and pay him, go, go to get the state attorney with this big name and this nice shoot, give him like seven to fifteen thousand dollars. And this guy, you know, all of a sudden give you all these paperwork with all these fancy words and in this fancy folder with the, with the velvet pen and all this craziness. But he's going to give you a revocable trust. It's what we call in the public, I mean, I'm sorry, what we call in the private. A bamboozle, bottom line, you know. Got bamboozled. You got a trust, but you didn't get a trust. You, you, you missed all the benefits of the trust. This is a, a trust that owes its existence to state legislation, state statutes. Therefore, it is governed by state legislation. So, so it's a revocable trust. And a lot, a lot of times when they when they do um, when they when they do checks, because I think you know on a grantor trust, all the income. Generated by the trust has to be claimed by the individual, the actual grantor. It's taxed to the grantor. So, what? That's what I'm saying. It only protects from from probate. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, but moving on, you know. So, um, a lot of times it's you know it's you know a trust. I remember um, I save in real money, which is gold to silver. And you know, I was what was I doing? Buy my daughter a car. My daughter just turned 16. You know, I'm buying her a whip. So, I, you know, I went to this dealer and I sold some 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 gold, some silver to the dude. And he he you know he paid me with a with a check. And I looked at his check and it said it was his name and then it says revocable trust on the check. And then under that it said his name and then under that it was like the name. I mean, I'm sorry, the address of where I went where I was at. And I was just like, hmm, you know, I started talking to him about trust and could tell off the bat that I was not supposed to be talking to him about trust. So, I, you know, I changed the subject, asked him about something, he started talking, I said, thanks, I left. There was a time I was getting um, checks from one of the trusts that I administer. It's these these trusts that we administer are not, they're not grantor trusts. They never will be grantor trusts unless you know, we make a boo-boo, we make a mistake, you know. So I was getting some checks ordered, and everybody knows everything, especially when they're at work, you know, and especially if, if you're at work and I'm like the customer or I don't do your job or I don't know your job, you know way more than me with regards to the job, and you'll never listen to me, and I, it's, it's just natural. It is. It's fine. But, you know, um, I was like, can I get some? Some you know some checks. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a trust. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm very familiar with the trust. Blah blah blah. So they order the checks, man, and they come when they show up, man. It says the name of the trust, and under the name of trust, it says the the debtor name or my name or whatever you call it. And then under that was the address, man. I took some checks back. 
is the mindset of a trustee. I took those checks back and told them that. I'm going to tell you what I said. This appears to be co-mingling. I am a single trustee, single executive trustee of a board of trustees, and I am not okay with this because this appears like I am trying to co-mingle this money with me or the assets or the checking account or something. It's not mine. Please take my name off these. Take these. Shred them. Do burn them. I don't care what you do with them. They're liable for them. You handle that. And could you please, please order another No box of checks, don't do boxes like folders now. Another folder of checks without my name. Y'all are trying to get me fired. I said that. Y'all are trying to get me in trouble. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. L. Oh, my goodness. We'll do that right away. We're not going to charge you. And as a matter of fact, we won't, we're going to refund the fee for the checks in the first place. So you're not even going to have to. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. It was inconvenient. It was. Um, am I going to get fired? No. But they understand that. That's what they understand. They understand what, it's, what it feels like to get fired. They understood what I was saying. Like I'm not. I'm only one trustee. You know, I'm, I'm administering this entity. There's a bunch. There's other trustees, and this is making it look like it's just that it's just me. And this is bad, you know. And they, you know, they they moved. I made the issue relatable to them, and that's the, one of the main things that a trustee uses to their advantage. We don't walk in the public's domain expecting them to understand. Where we're coming from. We walk in the public realm ready at a moment's notice to bring the the language, the level or the depth of the conversation, the subject to the level of the individual or public actor that we are interacting with at that moment. I know who I'm dealing with. I know your type. And I'm going to do my best to make my issue your issue. Because that's a motivating factor for you. Doing that, I got to make it relatable. Relatable to me is that the, the thought of them getting fired. Same thing I started off with. Going to the bank, and they're going to say, you can't do this, and we, we don't open these types of accounts, blah, 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 blah. It's fear. Fear of them losing their job, losing their position. Fear of them losing that steady paycheck. Because we know that we can allow them to relate to us on that level 
they understand our issue. Instead of doing exactly what they do, when when those in the public know more than someone else, most times they talk down to people who don't know what they know. Most times they try to make themselves look bigger. Most times they'll argue with someone else if they feel that that individual or that person knows less than them. So that's not that's not how we do it. That's not how a trustee does it. That's not the mindset of a trustee. I highly suggest you check out the the, the 48 Laws of Power. Do by all, I think his last name is Green or something. Out. And I often say it's not a book; it's a manual, something that you should reference often, like several times a year at the at the minimum. How you got this? And these are rules on how to deal with the public. And as we continue to transition private, we need to continue to transition our mind state of a trustee more and more private. We do not participate in public controversy. We stay in honor at all costs. We own nothing, control everything. These principles held on to at all times, regardless of how they are interacting, how they are behaving. We understand that we don't control their behavior. We only control ours. And that we are here to execute. We're here to get a job done. And staying in control of our behavior is going to be able to do that. And knowing who we're dealing with and allowing them to relate to what we're doing Is going to be what benefits us and helps us to get what we're trying to get done. Because really, most days, man, you got to understand, most people don't want to disappoint you. They don't want you mad at them. And they want you to think that they're really cool. Most people. Seriously. So make, we got to make ourselves and continue to make ourselves relatable in business dealings. But unrelatable in private demonstrations. As you transition, as we become more and more of the executive trustee, it's us who is changing, not them. They're staying the same. We're changing. So the way we interact with them must change. And the expectations we have of them must be specifically enumerated and most importantly, realistic. Because we're, when we were behaved as those in the public, things were gonna, things were a lot easier. Things was, you know, things that we are attempting to do now since they were private, we're gonna experience in some situations, not all a little or a lot more friction than we would have coming at it from a public perspective. We, we expect that. 
Maybe don't appreciate it. We don't have to like it, but we expect it. We do not participate in public controversies, and we remain in honor at all costs. I feel like I'm ranting. Am I ranting, y'all? I'm going to go to the phone lines. Ooh, look at this. We got like seven minutes left on the broadcast. If you are checking out the show online, you're going to want to call in. Call the number is 424-222-5250. About six and a half minutes. We're going to stream. We're going to stream. We're going to stream a little bit. We'll go over a little bit. I trust y'all enjoyed the show. Man, look at all these, look at all these callers. What's good? Hey, what's up, y'all? Are y'all? <laughs> Man, that must be that's that might be a record for me, y'all. Look at these callers. Wow, y'all, y'all cool. That's what's up. Yeah, I'm going to go to the phone lines. I don't know what he thinks. You know, what, I mean, I don't know. I think it's important. I think it's, you know, I think it's definitely important to to think about these types of things. So, what, what, what do you do after you go private? What do you do once you're, you know, properly structured? What do you do when, when you've been properly trained on how to substantiate everything with regards to the administration of your private estate. What do you do when you got the, you know, when you're trying to, when you're looking to open your accounts and you're, you're interfacing with, you know, these public actors acting on behalf of these corporations for wages? I, you know, instead of just, you know, leaving people hanging. You know, I think it's important. So yeah, four two four two 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 five two five zero. Like I said that a lot. I got that number memorized. I don't know, tell me about your experience. Seven one eight eight zero nine two. I think uh this looks familiar. Peace, what's your name? Where you calling from? Hey peace, so uh, this me, Dow calling from New York City. Um hello to everyone out there. Um, how you doing, sir? L? I'm doing well, family. How you doing? I'm all right. I got a big um, speech tomorrow. All the politicians in New York, they're going to um, be listening to my speech tomorrow. Um, it's about um, a contract. Um, you know, you have the DHS, which stands for the Department of Homeless Services. Um, you know, a lot of guys got laid. A lot of people got laid off. Um, they had a new contract, you know, you know, like a lot of these people, they win the contract when they've been lower and, um, you know, a lot of people was out of, of work and, you know, they, they, you know, like, um, they just like, didn't let us know anything. They knew this was coming, but you know, we were the last ones to find out. Um, and I'm going to be speaking on that tomorrow. We haven't, um, the big politicians, they're going to be listening to me tomorrow. We're going to be out there in the open in the streets and stuff like that. Um, we stopped it before. We everybody was gonna go on strike because you know I'm a security professional. So 
Um, they say it will be not be no strike, um, and you better give the guards what they need. Um, so that's how we got why we won it before. And um, I guess we're gonna. I'm gonna bring it to the attention. Now, it's no guess about it. I'm gonna bring it to the attention. It's happening tomorrow. Um, you know, near the African burial ground. Um, I don't know if you heard about it in New York City. Um, where it's located at? Gonna be at 22 Reed Street in New York. You know. Be over there tomorrow. It's happening like going down 10 a.m. I'm gonna be over there. That you know, I'm gonna be speaking. You know, I prep for my speech today. I'm gonna be over there tomorrow. You know, me and uh, one of my, I guess, yeah, yeah. one of my coworkers. But elsewhere, everything is okay. You know, you know. All right, fam. Appreciate it, man. All right. Glad things are well, man. Anytime. Checking in. All right. Sure. Okay. All right, man. Peace. Be well. All right, peace. Man, I was muted. That's crazy. Always happy. Yeah, that brother, you know, on the line, man. Um, but what y'all think about the show, though? What y'all, you know, it's feedback and stuff. We'll go to, I think this is Mello. Hello, text me earlier. Peace, fam. What's good? Peace to the gods. What's going on? Am I, am I clear to you? Yeah, yeah. Am I clear yep. to you? Great. Yes, great, sir. Great, great, great. Uh, did you get, uh, yeah, man, definitely. I shot you a message earlier. I know you've been busy and whatnot. It's been kind of the last moment as well. So, uh, definitely, yeah, I'm going to get back with you on the other side. So, uh, yeah, we need, uh, need to go ahead and start rearranging some things. So, you know, so that's what that is. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you came back with the, with the recap and the refresh. Uh, you know, that, that's what it is about the information sometimes. It feels like that we are. Uh, Repeating something, but in a sense, just part of that cycle that we're a part of. We know that a cycle has that circular, uh, like rotation. So that's that's what you're doing, fam. You just you just representing that rotarian complexion, uh, you know, that we are. You just reflecting on back on the information. You know what I'm saying? You just doing back. So that's what the forefathers do. You know, they had to they had to go recap and refresh some things because uh, we do live in a time where people are. Uh, you know that they're highly influenced, and if the thought process is not able to be held for quite some while, then we have to find some kind of way for them as well to uh, obtain the information and actually uh, retain it, and you know what I'm saying, use it to hold it, to harness it. So that's another thing, though, fam. But uh, yeah, it's what it is. But you know what I mean? It's always refreshing. It's always refreshing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's like reading a book, you know what I'm saying, that you got on the shelf and you go back to it, you know what I'm saying, you already, you already know, you know what I'm saying, in your mini library, so that's what that is, but yes, indeed, the mindset is important. You have to rem- you have to maneuver and conduct yourself as such within that mind state when you step outside the door and even when you're inside your quarters, you inside your private quarters, you still have to, you know what I'm saying, recognize, remember that I am, you know, I am conducting myself as such. And that's the beautiful thing about it, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, uh, 
we get too loose if you say and complacent with things and I know that so yeah, only only ones who know that is, and uh, are in that position and have done that and procrastinated know that you have to you have to actually have experienced that or are experiencing that to know that you know what I mean but those who have not acknowledged that or giving awareness to that they don't they don't maneuver in that standpoint and we see that and that's just obvious so uh it's like we speak through we speak through action we speak through we speak through economics you know you, you're speaking the language through economics on how you live because think about this so the first thing i do as a as a mind thing just for some people that i'm i'm chopping it up with i ask them first and foremost i said from a business perspective uh i asked them i said so what do you do what do you do for a living? The question, key word is, what do you do? You know what I'm saying? As in, not what you do for someone else. And the first thing they say, they mention the corporation that they work for. So that's the mindset. And that's the training of how it goes. You know what I'm saying? And in my mindset is as acting as in position as a trustee and maneuvering in a private status. I'm in doing conducting business. I'm thinking more so, what do you do as in your own way? Uh, of creation, you know what I'm saying, business and services that you have created, you know what I'm saying, and part of your state, you know what I'm saying, in that manner, more so, but that that's how it goes, you see what I'm saying, so you can tell one, where one is coming from when they speak just a few lines, or even just when they economically maneuver, you know what I'm saying, you can peep that out, so we know who is conducting private affairs and, and, and actually securing and preserving their state and growing it versus those who are just, you know, uh, let someone else do it in a sense, so to speak. So, you know, you have it in the state, step up to the plate, you know what I'm saying? Don't let it be abandoned, you know what I'm saying? That is real, it always has been real. You know, trust goes back always, you know, from from, from the ancients. So we gotta we gotta learn how to conduct that and put that within our affairs and operate though, bro. You know, so it's just truly beautiful though. I'm glad to recap. It's another one. It's another brick in the foundation. You know what I'm saying? They can get ready. You know what I'm saying? So uh it's what it is though, bro. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate it though. You know, with that being said, uh all is well, you know. How you been doing? <laughs> hey man, appreciate that man. You you know, I think you're right. You're absolutely right. And uh if, uh, you know, you got to step up to the plate, like, you know, for your estate. I like how you said that. Mm-hmm. Really do. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, uh, it's, I feel like, you know, no matter, no matter who you are, man, you don't, you don't live enough for yourself, man. You don't live enough for ourselves. It's right. time for us to start doing stuff, you know, whether, whether we made it and it was successful and, you know, we got what we wanted or not, you know, it's still, it's like, we don't been out here long enough for self, man. Right. And um, right. you know, the only way you live forever is through those who love and remember you and speak about you. I see the only true way to do that, you know, even if you want to get egotistical with it, is to, you know, set up your private estate. Get that moving mm-hmm. and shaking. Right, man? Right. 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 Just do it. Get, you know, Get into it. You're right. I got you, bro. I definitely got you. Man. So uh, that's definitely what it is. So you know, uh, you know, I ain't gonna go into no more further details on that. But uh, 
You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely be getting at you. What a good, good time. When you gonna, well, well, I'll just, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll link up on that. We'll link up on that. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying so it's definitely what it is, folks. So, you know, give a shout out to, to the big, to the big home of the uncle, the big working, uh, big working ox, you know what I'm saying? The brother that's been keeping everything intact, tell, you know what I'm saying? I call him uncle, tell, you know what I'm saying? Tell uncle Yusuf, you know what I'm saying? I said, what's up, man? Definitely, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, the rest of the crew as well, you know what I'm saying? Definitely send my, send my shout out to them, man. Definitely. Absolutely, man. Appreciate it, man. And, uh, yeah, hit me up tomorrow, man. Have a, bet, bet. Have a great What's up, man? I'm more so itinerary structure and things now. So definitely will be working towards that. It'll be in the what from the a.m. to noon. You know what I'm saying? So it won't be. It'll be on good time. All right. Sounds good, man. Peace. Indeed. Peace. All right. I got 919. 8325 when you were talking about fear, man, that's pretty deep. It's, it's pretty real, real, you know. It, it's a, it's a, it's like step one, but it's a pretty big step to to overcome. And and like the brother before was saying, it's like you're gonna have to keep coming back to it. You know, it's something that, like and like you said, it's a human, it's a human thing. It's not, it's not a personal thing. Like that book, The Four Agreements, that you referenced a couple of shows ago. I mean, you know, that's the first agreement not to take anything personal. And as as hard as it, I mean, as easy as it is to say, it's pretty hard to do if you're not in the right mindset. And so, like, this whole show was pretty pretty dope. I just kind of just, just really hit home to me, man. I really appreciate appreciate all the knowledge and information you kick on this on this program, man. It's really really appreciate it, man. So. Just want to say thank you, and um, great show, great show, as always, but this is a really good show, it's speaking about things that, um, that on a human level, that you need to take care of, as well as, you know, you need to take care, we need to take care of human, human things on this journey, as well as, you know, just paperwork, you know, it's not all about just paperwork, it's, you know, we are dealing in the private, you're dealing in your natural, private, human person. And so with that comes a lot of human stuff, like you were just referencing. And um, fear, joy, happiness, all of that, that's, that's all the real deal. That's the real work. That's other work that you got to do as well as, you know, the um, the procedures and things like that, which, which, like you said before, once you find out the information, a lot of it is not difficult. In terms of the paperwork and things like that, the difficult part is actually standing on your own. And like you said, um, <clears throat> kind of just, you know, stepping out there and, and putting yourself out there, man, and, 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 doing, and, and doing it like that, man. That's, that's a pretty hard, that's a pretty big step for a lot of people. 
uh, me me in particular personally, that's a pretty big step for me, you know. Um, so I, I appreciate that, man. Thank you for the for the for the info, man. It's uh that's what we need right there. <laughs> that's what I need anyway. I thought I needed that tonight, man. That 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 get home right on time, man. For real. For real, for real. All right, well, that makes me, you know, I, I'm that makes me happy. You know, thank you. Um, all praise is due to, you know, the creator and ancestors. But, you know, definitely, I definitely appreciate that. Definitely. And I'm, you know, I'm like very that, glad man. that you got something from, you know, from the episode. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Much continued success to you, bro. And um, keep dropping them gems, man. I'll free up the line. I know you got record numbers, and I appreciate you uh, letting me through the line, man. You know, for a long time listener, man, from, from what, two, two, three years ago, something like that. And yeah, man. So I, I appreciate you uh, putting me on the line, man. And thank you for this yeah, program. Absolutely. Thank you for tonight, man. Thank you for tonight. Yeah, yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for calling in, man. Have a great night, man. Peace. Peace. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yo, why not? Oh, yeah. Why not? Why wouldn't? Oh, why wouldn't you blog talk? Oh, okay. So, um, so yeah, the whole switchboard, the whole back office is, yep, it's done. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, man, uh, brother Yusuf, man, thank you for calling in. Um, appreciate that. Appreciate them, you know, those words of encouragement. I'm, you know, I'm definitely glad that you, you know, definitely. That's the point. That's, that's why I do this. Right there, you know. Right there. Absolutely. So, with that being said, um, I can't see any callers no more. So, I think that's it. I guess that's it. I know there was other callers. I apologize. Um, let me try to refresh. Let me try that. Sometimes if I. Oh, okay. Nope. Nope. Absolutely not. All right, yo. So yeah, thanks. Um, I want to say thanks to all the listeners. Definitely want to say thanks to all the callers. Uh, definitely want to. Um, okay. Oh, okay, with the refresh. All right, let me see. If there's. Okay, it's working. Let me try another caller. Why not? Because why not? Four zero four. Let me try you. Four zero four seven three nine zero. Four zero four seven three nine zero. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, yep, yep. I can hear you. Yeah. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Ty, man. My name's Ty, man. I'm calling um from Atlanta. Um, Ty. Just been listening. Yeah, Ty, T-Y. Yeah. Okay, peace, man. Um, peace, peace, brother. Um, you know, I've just, just been listening in for the uh, last last hour or so. Um, and, um, you know, I, this is something I've been uh, thinking, like, studying and, um, you know, basically been focused on for a while. I think it's almost going on like a year and a half almost two years now um just just trying to understand first of all concepts um 
and get those concepts worked into more practical means. Um, I feel like, you know, the broadcast today um, is really uh, good for uh, people that's trying to uh, gain a, 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 a basic understanding of a mindset because it all starts with your mind. Um, and, uh, you know, I was listening to you, and, I, and I, like, like the other brother said, you know, fear is the biggest, you know, stoppage on all of this, you know. Uh, we've been conditioned. You got to understand we've been, we've been in a system that's been, that's been engineered to slow us down, to uh, basically corrupt us. Um, and at the same time, on the other side of that, it is um, instrumentalities in the system that if you know who you are, you know, and you know um, how to um, operate with a with a with a, a higher level mindset. You know, um, you you know, any basically anything worth worth getting, if anything's worth having, you got to work for it. And it's going to be the same situation with this. Um, so many so many people are going through you know their own situations. And I think, you know, shows like this, you know, just, just um, I have a couple people um, listening in um, just to get our mindsets, our, to switch our mindsets and get a higher, higher frequency. You know what I mean? So I, I just appreciate, appreciate the show, brother. Um, I've, I've followed um, brother Yusuf um, a, a lot. I watch, watch a lot of his stuff. Um, and I just recently uh, saw the uh, Welcome to the Foundation website. It looks it looks nice, man. It's clean, you know. It's, it's you know it, it, it's something that that's, that's turning out to be a nice thing, a very very professional and uh, well thought out thing. So I appreciate you, brother. Hey, man, appreciate you, man. Thanks for you know thanks for calling in. And I'm you know hey, anything anything you need, man. That's what we're here for. You know, high frequency, you know, we hear that, you know, we just help people. Like you said, we've been conditioned. Our parents have been conditioned. Our ancestors were conditioned. And, you know, we just, everybody's doing their part just to, you know, establish, you know, the fundamental foundation of how we, you know, do business, how we look at things, how we look at, you know, land rights and property and inheritance, sanguinity and all that, you know. So, you know, appreciate you checking out the show, man. And, um, yeah, man, just, uh, you know, keep keep working on it and, you know, keep grasping for those concepts because, you know, it's a paradigm shift. It does take time. But, you know, the most exciting thing for me was when stuff started clicking. And um, the most, you know, the second most exciting thing, because I can never do that again, is watch other people and deal with other people when, when stuff starts clicking for them. So all I can say is, man, I'm excited for you, man. Keep pushing. And, uh, you know, definitely thanks for calling in and checking out the show. I appreciate, you know, I appreciate uh, the... Um, the compliments on the website. Thank you very much. Oh yeah, no problem. All right, man. Have a, uh, have a great evening, man. Thanks for calling in. Like I said, and uh, and peace to you, and peace to you, peace to your family, man. And you know, appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you too, man. All right, take it easy. All right, peace. Oh yeah. So every time I um oh okay every time I pull someone okay so I ain't gonna refresh. We we done we done. Bar talk. I appreciate y'all, man. I love y'all. This is why I do the show, you know. Um, 
people who know me know that I ain't got to do this show. Um, and, you know, this is just, this is my charity, you know. I um, Sometimes I'll be annoyed, and I know, you know, this ain't going to last forever. But, you know, I do this out of love. It's not, I, I want my people to be in the position, the best position you can, in the best position we can. I say it all the time, man. I've been all over the world, and people who look like me were in the lowest economic positions, uh, predominantly. And it's just, you know, it's not because we're stupid. It's not because we're ignorant. It's not because we're animals or savages, whatever the hell these Europeans be talking about. It's because we don't know. You know what I'm saying? And my people can do better than yours if they only knew how to do better. And I just want to be a part of that movement. I'm blessed to be a part of that movement. I'm blessed to be, you know, someone who, you know, listens. I mean, is listened to. And, you know, it seems, and I can tell that y'all respect me and love me, and I love this crap out of y'all. You know, I love y'all to life. And um, y'all my inspiration, y'all the reason why I do this, because um, y'all make me proud, and y'all prove me right. And I know that sounds egotistical, but, you know, what what better to get egotistical with is my own people. But with that being said, I appreciate y'all, man. If y'all want to hit me up, I've been at welcometothefoundation.com. Uh, that's A-D-M-I-N at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. You can book a consultation on that website, WelcomeToTheFoundation.com, or you can email me. We can get it set up. You know, a workman is worthy of hire. I kick up as much knowledge as I can on the public airways. So, you know, we can do the dance privately. A trustee training is your whole it's state set up. Business trust, asset protection trust, family trust. All of it. You know, um, Public, incorporation, business credit, all that stuff is included. Proper structure, I don't play around. Okay? You got to re-interface with the public privately to extract wealth for the benefit of our private family. That's what the Rockefellers did. You know, John Rock, when he set up, you know, Standard Oil, when he set, when he set up these um, steel companies and stuff, these steel industries, you know, these things are set up to extract wealth from the public. So as we, you know, transition private, we pivot and have one foot on land, one foot in commerce, and do that dance. Understand what I'm saying? So, you know, welcome to the foundation. Get your get your education on. You know, check out the PDFs. You know, make a donation. Check out, you know, the social media. Just be honest, man. I don't do too much because, man, I'm only one man. I'm doing my dance, one man dance. But you know, the foundation is expanding. And it's it's expanding because of y'all. So, you know, y'all just understand y'all can do whatever you want. And, you know, I wanted to talk about fear a little bit from a different angle and just, you know, bring it all the way back around so we can understand, you know, the severity of what we're dealing with. And and not to forget, get all high and mighty like I'm probably now. You better, like, look, just because it's a law and it's protected by the Constitution doesn't mean we can get arrogant and be weird. No. There's always going to be people in the public that doesn't mean that we got to look down upon them and talk crazy to them. At the same time, the mindset of a trustee is a very multi-layered subject. So let's get into it some more, you know, at another time. But yeah, like I said, HotFrequencyRadioNetwork.com Welcome to the foundation.com. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Get you a consultation. Get your private space up. You want, you know, tax exempt, private family foundation. Like, look, I do the dance. I'm not playing. And I, this is what I do. So, you know, y'all uh, have a great week. Enjoy yourself. You know, 
Show some love to yourself. Show some love to someone random. You know, do something random. Do a random act of kindness. Buy someone's coffee. You know, I don't know. Do something random. Nice. Somebody. And, you know, specifically do something random and nice to someone in your, in your life. You know, one of your family members or something. Like watching flowers or something. I love y'all, man. Y'all have a great week. Enjoy yourself. I'll catch you next time. And until next time, peace from your brother Soap. I'll catch you. Peace of the God. Doing this thing all the way live. High Frequency Radio.